From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the new Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. Hi FM, I'm Benji Shulman. This is the new Blue Review and I'm happy to say we have on the line Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Rob, how are you doing? Good morning, Benji. I'm fantastic. Well in yourself. I'm doing fantastically well, Rob. And uh, as usual, you bring us bringing us something hot and happening when it's coming to Parliament and laws because everyone is talking about the virus. And when they're not talking about the virus, they're talking about the vaccine. And when they're not talking about the vaccine, they're talking about whether they should get it or not and whether they should be forced to or not, which is another interesting question, uh, which is starting to be uh, promulgated. We've seen discovery uh, saying that all their staff have to get vaccinated, a number of other people, uh, businesses rather, going to compel their staff. But we're talking here also about public buildings, outside events, all sorts of things. It's a really, really big issue, and it's going to be coming before Parliament as well. Yes, it is. There's been a lot of talk in Parliament, and there's also been a few meetings with the minister, various representatives, and and other advisors. And the the notion of uh, mandatory vaccinations has has been discussed, and Parliament insists that they will not be forcing anyone to get vaccinated. However, there are concerns raised around um, private companies that are that are insisting that their employees, uh, customers, people who enter their buildings and so on, must be must be vaccinated and show proof thereof. So the discussion is is around. Um, whether there should be vaccine passports, whether there should be a mandatory vaccination, and so on. And there were, you know, there were some figures that were, were thrown around in a in a rather in-depth presentation. And one revealing figure or statistic that was showed is the number of people who uh, are vaccinated and yet still in hospital with with COVID, and that's that figure um has been shown around on, on a graphic that was doing the rounds from Kruterskir Hospital and UCT uh on, on social media. It's been been widely distributed by by the media. However, what, what should be what actually came out in this parliamentary meeting is showed that around fourteen to fifteen percent of the population has received a a vaccination. Um some have received two uh, vaccinations, depending on where, on which uh, brand they they went for, and um, the number of people who are in hospital with COVID and are vaccinated is around 17%. So, if you put things into perspective, it just shows you that, um, or it raises the questions that is the vaccine effective in in what it does. And it's just these are the kind of questions that are are being discussed in Parliament. You know, you can look at statistics and wonder how they're interpreted, but really statistics can be interpreted anyway, depending on who's presenting them. Yeah, I mean, it's an, it, it, it raises a whole bunch of interesting questions. I mean, there was a fantastic uh, article in the Sunday Times uh, this week, which which was talking about Israel and you know the fact that they had ninety percent uh, done. In terms of every the population being vaccinated and how it's it's had an amazing effect on the society in terms of 
people are basically getting back to work. There are still issues with hospitalizations, but it's much reduced. People aren't dying. Uh, so so there is like a glimpse of what could be, uh, you know, in terms of post the pandemic. The, the question is, is that to get there, you actually need, you do need to have it. You know, they talk about the herd immunity at like 70 percent or whatever it is. So you would have to get the population to go out there and do it. And as you say, Rob, the, the government doesn't want to force anyone. And I think it would be very difficult for them to do it in a country like ours anyway. Uh, but the question is, is, is how are people going to feel if, for example, uh, you have to go to the shops and present, uh, showing your ID, for example, that you, that you've been, been vaccinated? How are people going to feel uh, about that? Uh, you know, the, the, the vaccine is, is effective. There's no doubt about that. The question is, should you there, what level of compulsion are people suggesting, like in, in fact, in the United States, for example, that people are actually going and get it? And that, that seems to be the, um, the dividing line, which is, is causing people to, to, to push back on this stuff. Yeah, it definitely is. Because a lot of, there's a lot of misinformation that that's going on out there. And what we've got to remember is our, our government's objective is to reach around 67% vaccination rate. So what about those, once we've reached that, what, what will happen? Um, we don't know. Will, will vaccine passports be, be necessary? And will they be constitutional? I, I have my doubts as, as to that. Because what about the, the other percentage, um, other than the 67%, who are not vaccinated? What? How do you treat them? Their government policy and their original their original rollout said that the, they only need 67%, but that raises problems yet yet again um, because a vaccine passport would require 100% uh, vaccination rate, which we're definitely not going to achieve in in, in South Africa. And then again, is it is it necessary to uh, achieve that 100% rate? We really don't know. The whole notion of a vaccine passport is is really ridiculous because there's so much evidence now that that shows that uh, the vaccinated can transmit and carry carry the virus just as effectively as the unvaccinated. So we've got to look at all the statistics, and, and Israel is a very um, a very good measure of of that. We're one of the most vaccinated countries in in the world. Moving on to the the third dose and possibly a, a fourth booster. At, at a later stage, so the the goalposts seem to be moving in in this um, in the, in this pandemic con- constantly, and that the goalposts around the definition of what fully vaccinated means, and that's a dangerous situation as well, which can be easily manipulated by any government that has has those kind of intentions. I feel like we only just started scratching the surface of of the debate around. Um around the, the best way to, to do the vaccine rollout and, uh, and, and, and what is going to be happening with that. In fact, if, if anyone reads, there's a great website called The Rational Standard where they've done quite a nice thing where they, they put two different, uh, particularly on the vaccine passports, they've got one guy for and one guy against, and they've sort of uh, done a, a, a quite a nice debate format where you can sort of get at, at a philosophical level uh, some of the discussion around this, which I think is, is really, really interesting. Um, and, and, and worthwhile. Uh, but in terms of your mandate and, and dear South Africa, Rob, sort of public comment on this sort of thing, are we likely to see stuff opening up from the government and uh, requests for comment like you normally do on on your uh, 
on all your other things to do with with legislation. Yes, definitely, definitely. There's there's no doubt that uh, government is mandated to involve the public in, in decision making processes, and introducing uh, a mandate mandatory vaccination would require an amendment to some legislation, possibly even the constitution. So that will definitely have to go out for for public comment. We are currently running a a campaign to gather public sentiment on on vaccines and vaccine passports and and so on, just to judge what what the public is is saying and how the public feels about it. And that will be presented to government uh, in in due course as part of that initiative. The more information that government has, the the, the better they can develop policies. So. This is a, a highly important issue which has scientific evidence both for and both against. So we really need to get to the bottom of what works best for the South African environment to to protect us from from COVID and any dangers associated to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a great article, again in the Sunday Times, where the guy said, you know, the government keeps wanting to 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 fill up stadiums with people being vaccinated so they can watch the soccer. And he said the biggest problem with that is no one cares about South African soccer, so it's not really <laughs> going to be much of an incentive. Uh, and maybe they would have known that if they had checked what public sentiment is on sport, never mind vaccines. But, Rob, I'm sure there'll be a longer discussion on this coming up, uh, and we'll have many more. But, uh, yeah, if people want to comment, they can just go to Dear South Africa and have a look. That's it. We're running a few campaigns there currently. One of them, like I said, is the vaccine questionnaire or survey. So please go have a look there. It's dsouthafrica.co.za. Click on latest campaigns and then submit your comment and have a look what other people are saying.